The Productive Woman, Episode 72. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, I'm going to be following up on some things we talked about last week and sharing some resources to help you grow and learn as you build the life you want. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 72. Uh, One quick note, be sure to listen at the end for some information about upcoming free events where you and I can interact in real time online. I'd love to see you there, and uh, so be sure and listen for that. This episode is brought to you by Nosby, the productivity tool that's designed to help you simply get things done. The Productive Woman listeners can get a free 10-day trial of Nosby's Pro Edition by visiting nosby.com slash woman. In episode 70, we started thinking about a plan for the new year, and that's how we ended 2015. And then in episode 71, last week, we talked about uh, the process or a process for making sure that we're living our own authentic life, kind of looking at that big picture before we dig way deep into setting goals to make sure the goals we're pursuing are are sending us in the direction we want to go. One of the things we talked about last time was how uncertainty, whether a a lack of information or skills, uh, for one thing, can, can hold us back from pursuing that authentic life and pursuing our goals. Sometimes moving forward in our life and accomplishing those things we really care about requires learning new skills and developing our strengths and our talents. So this week, I thought I'd get real practical and talk about some resources for learning and personal growth. So what kind of skills might we need in order to move forward with living our true authentic life or making our life more productive? They run the gamut. It could be technical skills that we need to pick up, um, learning how to use computer hardware or software or other equipment that's specific to our jobs or passions. For me, you know, I had to learn how to do the technical side of podcasting, and that's something I continue to want to learn. One of the things I want to learn this year is how to how to do how to host webinars, and we'll talk about that maybe a little bit later. What webinars are and how they can sort of fit into our our learning and growth. Um, so any kind of technical skills that may be needed for whatever it is that we want to do. Maybe it's communication skills. Maybe we need to learn to write better or we want to take on public speaking or that's part of our job that we need to get better at. Uh, you know, maybe it's social skills. Maybe we need to learn how to interact in a different way or a better way with the people around us or artistic skills. Do you want to learn how to, you know, take really good pictures or how to paint or how to to lay out do, um, uh, ads and things like that? Maybe it's leadership skills. If if the direction you're wanting to go with your life would would require you to perhaps um, lead other people or teach other people or lead groups, and maybe you need to develop those leadership skills. Perhaps it's marketing skills, learning how to manage social media or doing copywriting or any of those sorts of things. Maybe 
part of what we need to learn to live our best life, our most productive life. Maybe we need to learn some coping skills, uh, dealing with the things that life throws at us in a, in a better and more productive way. Or maybe it's simple household skills. Maybe, maybe you want to improve cooking or budgeting or home organization or any, or parenting, any of those kind of things. There, there really is no limit to the kinds of skills and abilities that we maybe need to learn in order to um, move in the direction we want to go with our life. And it's important to be a good learner. It's important to our success, to our accomplishing the things we care about. And even learning is a skill that can be learned. It's important to stay curious and mentally agile and always ready to learn. Uh, I read an interesting article as I was kind of doing some thinking and brainstorming about this episode an article from the Harvard Business Review website called Four Ways to Become a Better Learner. And that was really targeting, uh, talking in the context of, you know, if, if say you're an older person uh, thinking about making a career change or thinking you might be put in a position to to look for a new job, what are some things you can do to stay on top of your skills and to make yourself more useful and more valuable to your organization? But those things apply regardless. And there's all kinds of research that as we get older, and I'm thinking about this because I'll turn, you know, I'll turn 56 uh, in May of this year. Uh, as we get older, it's important to exercise our minds and keep our minds active and agile. And this article was kind of interesting. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. In the 21st century, we are very fortunate because there are so many different ways to learn the things that we need or want to know. And, you know, I'm going to mention a few of them as we uh, go through this episode, but there are countless more. And I'd love to hear um, your thoughts, the ways that you learn the skills and, and talents and abilities that you need for the things that you're doing. Um, many of the ones that I'm going to talk about in this episode are some that I try. I've personally tried, and I'll talk about that. So what are some of the options or, or the resources we can turn to to learn those skills, whatever they may be, that we need for, uh, for to accomplish our goals or to better order our lives? I think it really starts with knowing yourself. One of the things that's key in choosing, and I'm going to list a whole uh, spectrum of ways we can learn those skills, but you need to know yourself as you consider which of these options might be best for you. How do you learn best? Is it by sitting down and reading a book or, or a manual? Is it by listening to someone talk? Is it by watching a video demonstration or is it working one-on-one -on -one with somebody who knows how to do what you want to learn how to do? It's important to know that about yourself. And I, I'm guessing that if you're somebody who listens to this show, you've, you're probably aware enough of, of kind of where you fall on that spectrum. And uh, you'll, you'll want to keep that in mind as you consider the various options for learning what you want. You also have to think about the stage of life you're in and your other commitments as you consider which option or options to try for learning those things that you want to know how to do. Because, you know, if you've got small children at home, you may not be in a position to uproot and move across country to attend a university if a degree is what you need. But... Um, Video tutorials might be perfect for you, things that you can watch on your computer while your children nap or whatever. So think about those things as we kind of um, talk through some of these options 
And um, I'm, I'm really going to be interested in your feedback on this and the, the things that you use, because I love to learn new things. And I've tried all of these different approaches to learning the things that I want to know how to do. But I'm real, uh, you know, I'll try and throw out some specific sources for or examples of each of these, but I'll bet you know some that I haven't heard of. So I'll, I, I would love it if you'd share those uh, in the comments section or one of the other options that we, we can talk about where your feedback can be sent. So let's, I guess, uh, in no particular order other than I sort of tried to order them in the, the, maybe the simplest and most accessible to the, the, the biggest and, and most, um, you know, the biggest undertaking. And so the first one that came to my mind was books. Uh, you know, almost anything you want to know, somebody has written a book about it. And if you love to read, then like me, you know, you probably already have a pretty good sized uh, collection of books on the topics that interest you. But if there's something new you need to learn, you can probably find a book that can teach it to you. And if you're not one who likes to sit down and read, uh, remember that their audiobooks are huge. You can get those right on your smartphone and listen to them while you drive, just like you maybe would be listening to a podcast. So just, you know, books are a, a fabulous resource and a great place to start. Sources, you know, obviously Amazon is, is the behemoth there. They're the ones that almost any book you're going to want to buy, they've got it and they can get it to you. If you're an Amazon Prime member like I am, you can have it, you know, day after tomorrow, if not sooner. So that's a great resource for books, um, both written, you know, hardback, paperback, um, audiobooks, etc. Audible.com is a source that I've used for audiobooks um, for a long time, and I've listened to some really great ones. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name, the, the book Quiet by it's Susan something, and I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, the book about introverts and sort of how, what kind of, what they can contribute to the world that maybe they don't get credit for. That was a fascinating book. I read or I listened to a, a, a recent, uh, this was a year or so ago, that, that new biography of Steve Jobs and, you know, learned a lot from that. So uh, audiobooks are a great resource. And um, if you haven't tried Audible, I would definitely check them out if you're kind of a, a, a um, an auditory learner. And obviously there's the public library. If you live in a community that has one, I I used to love to go to the library. I have very little time to do that anymore, but in my childhood and my teen years and even as a, you know, a young married person, um, spent a lot of time in libraries just walking through the stacks and finding books on various topics and exploring and learning new things. So definitely consider books as a starting point for whatever information you might need for pursuing your goal. Uh, similarly, there are magazines and other kinds of publications. And, the, and nowadays they're available. Either you can get paper subscriptions or issues or you get them digital. Um, almost any subject area that you're interested in probably has uh, one or more periodicals devoted to it. And um, you can certainly check that out. I mean, I, I've subscribed for years to different writers' magazines and, you know, things like that. 
and I used to, I still do love to go to the magazine section at Barnes and Noble and just walk around and see just the vast array of subject matter that you can find a magazine about. And that can be a real quick bite-sized education on a topic that you want to learn something about. Um, next, I, I thought of blogs and other kinds of websites. And here, the, they're at almost limitless options. Um, there's a blog about anything you want to learn something about. And some of them are valuable. Some of them, yeah, maybe not so much. Um, but it's certainly, you know, you can Google the topic and see if you can find blogs, a blog that you like, and then you follow that and uh, can get kind of an ongoing education about whatever this topic is. I, I, I mentioned a couple that I've really liked. Um, uh, one of them is called Brain Pickings. And this is a website that basically curates interesting posts, excerpts from articles and books that cover just all sorts of really interesting topics in the categories of art, science, design, history, and philosophy. And you can subscribe to their newsletter, and I get an email from them once a week or so with just excerpts from just fascinating articles that stretch your mind and, and your thinking. So that's a, a neat resource. You could also, uh, for another website, I don't, this isn't really a blog, but definitely a website, is uh, TED Talks. If you've never tried that out, this is a, a, a website with a video collection from these TED Talk events that happen around the world at various times. And they're short speeches. They're, none of them is longer than 18 minutes. And these are by thought leaders on, on just every subject you can imagine. Um, they're available on the website. I'll put a link in the show notes. They also have an app, uh, the, t the TED Talks app, that you, so you can watch these little videos on your mobile device when you have a few minutes. I've got it on my iPad mini, and I love to just kind of browse through and see who's talking about what. And, and I never fail to find something that's informative or inspiring or thought-provoking thought or all of the above. So... Uh, those are a couple of website-type things that I really like. Um, I, I subscribe to a number of other blogs, but uh, for another resource uh, that I thought was really cool and validated some of my choices, there was a recent Inc.com article called 30 Websites that will make you unbelievably smarter. And I'll put a link to the show notes in there. It literally just describe, lists and put, puts links to 30 different websites uh, at, that are sources for great information uh, on various topics. So, so blogs or websites are another source of information, depending on you know what it is you want to learn or, and, and what areas you want to learn in. Another option, uh, this is the fourth on my list, is podcasts. If you're listening to this, you already know about podcasts, and what's so great about them is that you can take them with you and listen while you commute or work out or walk the dog or, you know, whatever. And there are, I, I'm so grateful that you've found The Productive Woman and that you find it worthwhile to listen to, but if you've spent two minutes in iTunes in the podcast category, you, you'll know that there are podcasts on literally any topic you can think of. I mean step-by-step step, talking you through how to build a business, how to lose weight, how to meditate, how to manage social media, how to start a podcast. Uh, uh, there are podcasts on leadership and on relationship, um, like marriage or parenting. And they're just, I, I couldn't even begin to 
uh, list all the options. But if, if you like listening to podcasts, definitely look in either iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcast aggregator you have access to and just scroll through and look at the different categories. If there's something you want to learn how to do, there's a podcast in there. And, you know, some of them are great quality. Some of them, you know, not so much. But you, you check them out. You listen. You see which ones are useful to you, which ones resonate with you, and and just subscribe and listen. And you know what? If you find a podcast that you like, take a minute to jump into iTunes and leave a review for it. The the hosts really appreciate that. It it as I've said before about this show, um, it, it it helps with the the uh, the way iTunes sort of ranks podcasts and makes them visible to other people. So it helps other people find it. But even more, it's just a way to let the host of, of podcasts that you like know how much you appreciate it and um, what you're getting out of it. And I know, uh, I, I don't know a podcast host who isn't incredibly grateful for every review, even the ones that, you know, offer some constructive criticism. Some of my, uh, I, I subscribe to a number of podcasts. Some of my recent favorites, I have been loving Brooke Castillo's podcast episodes on self-coaching. She's a, I mentioned her, I think, in, in a blog post over the, the Christmas holiday. Um, uh, she's a trained psychologist and a life coach who does a podcast where she, you know, kind of talks you through the process of self-coaching and learning why we do the self-defeating things we do and how we can train our minds to serve us better and and to help us move in the direction we want to go. Highly recommend her podcast. I also listen to a couple of podcasts about podcasting that help me get better at the technical side of it. Everything from, you know, which equipment to use to, you know, how to make the show better for you. So uh, literally any topic you want to learn something from, there's a podcast for it. And I, I encourage you to check that out and see if there's something that might help you with what you want to learn. Another option, the, f the fifth one I have on my list is webinars. And I mentioned earlier that that's something I have been noodling on that I think I'd like to do, uh, make available to you as a service um, the, just another way to get information that might be helpful to you. These are webinars are, are generally kind of one-off online sessions where you sit at your computer and and listen to a speak, speaker teach something uh, and watch. You can see either see them on screen. Uh, it's either live or recorded, depending on you know how it's how it's structured. Uh, and you can see them and or their computer screen or a PowerPoint presentation that reinforces whatever they're talking about. Some webinars allow you to submit questions ahead of time when you register or, or during the show, depending on what their technology is, the approach that they're using. I mean, just yesterday I received an email about a webinar that um, speaker and uh, podcaster and, 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 you know, just general... Uh, leadership expert Michael Hyatt is doing this week on the top 10 biggest mistakes you're making with goal setting and how to fix them. And so this is something you could sign up for and you listen. And Michael, who's an expert and spent a lot of time thinking about these things, kind of talks you through those top 10 things and gives you tips on how to improve. Law firms like mine and others often do webinars like this for their clients and potential clients on a particular legal subject. It's a great way to um, get information when you can't go to a, uh, another location. It lets you do it right 
in your office or your home or wherever sitting at your own computer without having to go anywhere and, and take time tr to travel. I I participate once a month in something they call a telenar and um and this is it's just done by a, basically a conference call and this particular one that I participate in that is I listen to is on business development topics for lawyers and it's presented by a company that specializes in business development coaching for lawyers so um often but not always. Webinars are presented as a marketing tool. The whoever has put it together gives you a taste of what their skills or knowledge are in the hopes that maybe you'll sign up for their for some program or service that they offer. But um, either way, you still get great information, and you don't have to buy anything. So I, you know, if if that's a if you learn well from from listening to people talk with uh, something on screen that you can look at. You know, uh, this might be something to look for. Other options, um, I, I threw this in here because it's just something that I'm finding real interesting, uh, is online learning from platforms like Blab. And if you've listened to the show for a while, you, you know I've talked about Blab. It's a, you know basically a social media platform that allows up to four people to be on screen live streaming to you um, and talking about whatever. And there's a live chat where people can that are watching can ask questions in the chat room and the hosts can answer them live. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a really fun, um, fun platform. And I, I actually just did a blab with um, Mike Vardy yesterday that I'll be making the recorded video available for you all to, to see uh, in, a, in a week or two. You need to be careful with something like Blab because literally anybody can jump on there and spout any kind of nonsense or, or worse. So, you, you know, you want to exercise some discretion. But there are many reputable experts that are getting on Blab regularly, presenting information on a variety of topics. And what's most important about it is they are interacting with the listeners. They're taking questions from the chat room and answering them in real time. Uh, an example, like I said, Mike Vardy and I did that, and we were taking questions from the folks in the chat room about productivity type topics. Michael Hyatt, again, gets on Blab pretty regularly and talks about leadership or productivity topics and takes questions. And so this is a... Um, um, a, a, a great resource, I think, because you can search when you go into Blab, and I think the site is blab.im, but we'll have a link in the show notes. You can go in there and you can search by topics and find almost anything you want to learn about. And, and again, it's great because you can ask questions. So if you find a Blab that's of interest to you being presented by somebody who's whose information you trust, you have a chance to ask them whatever your questions are and get an answer right then. So that's a uh, you know something to consider. Other online learning, is, there are various online tutorials, you know, video tutorials, and these are especially great for you if you're a visual learner. And there are so many sources of these, you know, starting for free with YouTube. Uh, you again, there are any number of any topic you want to learn something about, there's probably a YouTube video about, and you can search by, you know, just go in there and kind of do a search in YouTube, and you get all kinds of results, and you got to wade through. Some of them are kind of dogs, but there can be some really great ones. Just this past weekend, I needed to know how to do something 
with a piece of software that I use very rarely, uh, but I needed to know immediately because I was under under the gun to get something done. I did a search on YouTube. I found a bunch of video tutorials on that particular software. I had my answer in 10 minutes for free. So it's a great resource for visual learners. Another resource for these video tutorials is one you've heard about from me. They, they support uh, the, the Productive Woman and other shows on the Noodle Mix Network, and that's lynda.com. And I won't do a whole ad because if you've listened to past episodes, you've heard when I've done the little promo for lynda.com. Excellent quality videos uh, on a variety of subjects. Uh, definitely check that out to see what they have to offer. Another similar service, uh, but with a more limited scope, is uh, is called Screencasts Online, and this is one that I subscribe to. It specifically targets people who use Mac or iOS devices. So if you're in that that Apple world and you have a Mac computer or an iPhone, and you want to learn how to use it and the the apps um, that it, they are available for it better. Uh, screen, screencasts online is a very worthwhile subscription service. You, you pay one annual subscription. I think they have a, I think he has a monthly thing. I, I, I don't, I forgot to look. I subscribe on an annual basis because you get a discount at that rate. And it gives you access to, um, a ton of, um, really excellent video screencasts that are, are demos taking you through from installing the, the app all the way through all the features and the things that it can do. So really, I, I, I love the screencast that they do. And Don McAllister, who, who owns and manages this, he has various people that do some of them, but he does most of them himself. And he's from England, so I like listening to his accent. So that's an option. Another another source of video tutorials is Dottotech uh, at dottotech.com. Steve Dotto is a Canadian with many, many years of experience in teaching people how to use their tech. And he does these informative and, and kind of entertaining screencasts in which he demos all kinds of software and apps. Some of, some of his screencasts are free, some are paid. He has a YouTube channel. Uh, that you can check out for if there's a particular software, and it's not just Apple or Mac. I mean, I think there's a lot of it there, but he, he's done some great tutorials on um, using Evernote, making the best use of Evernote. So, you know, that's one example. So uh, his YouTube channel is a, is a place you could check out to see some of it, uh, the, just dozens of these video tutorials that uh, that there's no charge for. Another subscription service, or I'm not sure if it's subscription, but there's something called Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y.com. This is not, I haven't tried this one myself, but I know lots of people who do and who swear by it. Uh, they offer paid online courses that are taught by experts in categories from, I was looking at their website, business, personal development, music, languages, and, and just tons more. And I think here you buy... Uh, you know, whichever course you want. And over the holidays, they were offering a special of, you know, different courses you could take for 10 bucks a piece. That's a little different from lynda.com where you pay a monthly fee and you can, you know, watch as many as you want. So that's an option that you might want to check out though. The eighth category that I um, came up with as a resource uh, are various kinds of membership websites. And these are, um, th there's lots of different uh, ones of these, but it's basically, um, 
you pay a, a subscription fee either monthly or annually, and you get access to this secured website that has tons of extra information, um, tutorials. Uh, usually there's a forum where the members of the site can, can ask each other questions or share information. Um, just I'm a member of a couple different ones. Uh, Michael Hyatt has one called Platform U, and it's all about leadership and building a platform for whatever your message is that you want to get out there, whether it's business or you know a cause. And it, it's a that's a really well done site. Um, that he does tons of video tutorials about how to and interviews with various experts, and then there are, there are forums in there, a community where people can ask questions and stuff. I'm a member of a of a, a membership site com slash community for podcasters. I mean, what's great about these membership sites is it gives you some extra access to information and experts who provide constantly updated content on whatever the subject matter of that site is. But as I said, also access to other like-minded people that you can build relationships with and learn from. Uh, another one I've, I've been a member of is, is one that's hosted by uh, Susie Mae Warren, who's a multi-published author of uh, award-winning fiction. She runs this membership site called My Book, Thera My Book Therapy, uh, which features a website with blog, a blog in it, online forums, monthly webinars about all kinds of writing-related topics. So look into that as an option if you know there's a topic you want to learn something about and maybe have the opportunity to network with other people who are interested in that as well. The ninth category that I thought of as a, as a mechanism or a source for learning the skills that you want it would be coaching. And this can be one-on-one -on -one or group coaching. It involves uh, the benefits of, our, of it are, you know, interaction and getting direct advice from an expert on whatever topic or skill you're wanting to learn, and accountability. And that's a big one for a lot of us, and, and certainly for me. I tend to be kind of externally motivated. So when I wanted to get more fit a few years ago, and I knew I needed to do some strength training, because that's important for women, is especially as we get older, you know, our bones can tend to get more porous and strength training um, slows that down or, you know, has a lot of benefits for strengthening not just your muscles, but your bones as well. Well, I didn't know how to use all those machines at the gym without killing myself. And I was just intimidated by it. So I signed up for some sessions with a personal trainer. And the accountability in that case was absolutely crucial for me. I, I mean, it made all the difference. He could get me to do things that I thought I was incapable of simply because I don't like to disappoint anybody. And so I would push through so I wouldn't disappoint him. And I never failed. He would tell me, you know, just do five more. And I think you're out of your mind. I'm dead now. And yet I would push through just because I didn't want to let him down. So if you're one of those kind of people that benefits from that, um, you know, a coaching relationship, might be really helpful to you. And there are lots of options here. Uh, you know, any any kind of skill that you want, there's probably a, a coaching type program that you could get into. If you want to improve your productivity skills, I, I could suggest that you check out the Productivityist coaching program that's run by Mike Vardy. And, um, you know, he, he does some really excellent one-on-one -on -one coaching and he has other coaches, other 
people that he's hand selected to work with with people to help them with everything from you know managing your email overload to you know figuring out your to-do list i've had people ask if i'm um if I do coaching, and I haven't yet, but I will say it's something that I have in mind to launch, hopefully in 2016. I, I did some of the, uh, if you have listened for a while, you know that toward the end of the last year, I offered as kind of a thank you, um, some free 30-minute productivity consultations with listeners. And I did a number of those and really enjoyed them. And um, it's something I would like to do and make available, but I don't do it right now. And so definitely check out uh, Mike Vardy's uh, program, and I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. If you want to, if you need general life coaching or help conquering, you know, your emotional eating, uh, conquering weight issues, you might check out Bruce Castillo's coaching site. Or if you just want a little bit of accountability to... Um, you know, develop good habits, check out coach.me. It's a website and an app on your phone that can connect you with a coach on just about any topic that you want a little help with. Similarly, the, the number 10 category I had here is kind of the same thing or a, a twist on it, and, and that's a mentor. Find somebody who knows how to do what you want to learn and ask her to teach you. That is how I learned to sew when I was a young mother. I met an older woman, I think through our church, who sewed really well, and she was one, you know, was willing to teach me. And so I would take my, at the time I had two two young children, I would take them and my sewing machine and go to her house, and we'd sit across from each other at her kitchen table, and I'd sew on my project, and she'd sew on hers, and she'd answer my questions and demonstrate how to do things. And it was a really great way to learn how to do, do that. I also, as a side issue, I got a lot of wisdom about mothering from this older mom during those conversations. But, you know, if it's something for your work, uh, leadership skills or any of those kind of things, find a mentor at your office and, and see if you can get somebody, you know, I'll buy you lunch once a month if I can pick your brain and you can teach me what you know. Another option is conferences. And there are limited or limitless subjects of, for conferences. Uh, any, any kind of uh, activity that you might want to know how to do. There's probably a conference that teaches it. Conferences are great for immersion and for networking. You go and you spend a day, two days, a week, what, however long it is, uh, you know, all day going to sessions and listening to great speakers. And in between, usually there's lots of opportunities to network with other people who are interested in whatever it is you're interested in. Uh, I, I, you know, if you're in a stage of life where you can get away and do this, it's great to have that focused time to learn and absorb from, from other you know, from teachers and speakers. I've attended a ton, you know, lots of law conferences over the year, but I've also attended some excellent conferences for fiction writers and for podcasters. So whatever your topic, you know, Google conferences about whatever it is and see what you find and consider, you know, they're at all price points and, and may well be worthwhile doing. And finally, then there's sort of on-site learning 
you know, formal learning, and, and I broke this into a couple of categories. Um, there are there is say community college trade or trade or professional schools that you can attend in person in your community or sometimes online. There was a really interesting article from a web website called The Simple Dollar on reasons why you should consider trade school instead of a four year college. And I'll I'll put a link in the show notes. But you know the 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 community college is generally a two year kind of program. Trade or professional schools are focused on a particular, you know, like if you want to be an electrician or a, a cosmetologist or any number of things um, that have a, you know, maybe a two-year certification program as opposed to a, a four-year bachelor's degree. There are lots of reasons why you might want to consider that, cost and other things. So look into that if, if the things you need to learn are of that more formal nature. And finally, college or university, uh, whether local to where you are or going, you know, around the world to go somewhere. And and there's a lot of ways you can get a college or university education, depending on whether you want a degree or just the education. You can enroll full-time or part-time, either for a degree program or just taking courses through their extension program. Most, most colleges have those. Uh, and you can just, you know, pick and choose courses that are relevant to what you want to learn to do. You don't have to be 18 years old to start college. I, I got married when I was 18 instead of get, uh, instead of going to college. But I went back to college in my later years, in my 30s, uh, and got my bachelor's degree at 35 and then started law school when I was 35 and had been married and already had five kids. So it's never too late to consider a college education if that's something you want to do, uh, either in person or their online courses or those sorts of things. And I'd point out that there are a number of services that give you access to courses from major universities online. You don't necessarily get credit for the courses, but you get the information from, you know, top professors from really high-ranking universities around the world. One of those sources, Apple's iTunes University, you find that in iTunes, and it has courses on every academic subject you can imagine from schools like Yale, Harvard, Stanford, Oxford, and places like the Library of Congress, the Smithsonian Libraries, and NASA. And these are college-level courses with, you know, they're actual, in some cases, video of courses that were taught at these universities, and they make them available to the public through iTunes. There are lots of other options, and that article I mentioned earlier from Inc.com uh, with the 30 web- uh, uh, websites to help you learn, this, they include a few of these in there. One of the ones that they mentioned is something called edX, and, and that's it, ed, edX.org. Uh, and that they describe that as a collaborative project of Harvard University and MIT, and it provides free online classes from many of the world's top universities. And I, you know, I just took a quick look at the website, and I'm thinking if I have, you know, can make time, I, I might check one of these out. There's a video that explains how it works, and they, you know, these are full semester courses that you you want to look at. Um, see what the prerequisites are and whether you can make the commitment, and then you just sign up and there's no charge at all. I just think that's kind of amazing. 
So that's a, a quick uh, overview, I guess, of uh, some of the options for learning those skills so that um, uncertainty, like we talked about last time, doesn't have to keep you from pursuing the life you want and the, the goals that you've set for yourself. I don't know how never needs to be an excuse for not pursuing our goals, whether it's an artistic endeavor, a new business, a happy, smooth running home, or a promotion, there is always a way to learn the things we need to know. And I encourage you to check those out and see how that might help you move in the direction you want to go. So what do you think? What skills or abilities do you want or need to develop this year as you pursue your goals? Uh, I'd love to hear about those, what, what, you, what you're wanting to learn. Or on the other hand, are there resources for learning that I didn't mention but that you recommend? Uh, share those with us. Uh, you can do those a couple of different ways. You can share them in the comments section of the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 72. Or go to the Productive Woman's Facebook page and leave a post there with your, you know, this is something I'm going to learn this year. Or, hey, you didn't mention this resource. This is where I've learned how to do X. Share those things with us so we can learn from each other. If you have thoughts on this episode or anything else that you'd like to share with me privately, you can email your questions, your comments, your suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or leave a voice message either on the website or the Facebook page. Just look for the voicemail button, click on it, and you can sit right there to record or your computer and record a message to me. If you find the show useful, if you are seeing some value in it, uh, there are a couple of ways you could help me out. First of all, tell a friend. Tell someone you know that uh, might enjoy or, or you know what, what we talk about here and show them how to subscribe to The Productive Woman. Second, um, consider, as I mentioned earlier, leaving a review of the show in iTunes or on Stitcher. Uh, there will be links to the show notes uh, or in the show notes for where you can do that. Or you can just go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher, and that'll take you right where you need to go. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, there, there are other upcoming free live events on Blab that uh, you could join me on. There's no charge for these. I'm not selling anything. This is literally just a way for me to interact with you in real time, and I'd love to see you there. If I'm going to be doing more in the coming year. Um, if, if you're listening to this episode on or near the day it's published, you might not be too late to join me. Uh, in on January 17th uh, for another international productivity conversation with Priscille Livonet of France and Julie Sharonosher of Israel. We did one of these a couple months ago. It was huge fun. And so we're going to do another one here coming up soon, talking about our best tips for getting the new year started off right. This is your chance not just to listen to us, but to ask us your productivity questions and have them answered live. Both Priscille and, and Julie are, are women who live productive lives, who write and speak and podcast about productivity. So they've got, uh, you know, between the, among the three of us, a really great international perspective on how to be productive and how to get your 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 year off to a great start. So come join us. Um, ask your questions, be part of the conversation. This will be at, on January 17th 
at 10.30 a.m. Central. There'll be a link in the show notes. Or you can just visit blab.im slash Laura McMom. Uh, find my profile there and and just follow me on Blab, and then you'll get notified whenever I um, am part of another Blab in the future. If you're interested in the, the one on the 17th or any of the others, but you can't participate live, the time doesn't work for you, go ahead and subscribe to that event anyway, because then... If you've, you've, you know, marked for the notifications, you'll get a link to the recording shortly after the, the event, and you can watch that recording at your own convenience. Like I said, I plan to do more of those this year because I want to be able to connect with you more directly and make sure I'm answering your questions. So if you follow me at blab.im slash Laura McMom, you'll, you'll find out when I schedule or participate in future events. I think I'm going to, you know, that'll be enough uh, announcements for this time. I do want to mention a little bit more about our, our new sponsor. And I've, I've said the last episode or two how excited I am uh, to have Nosby as a sponsor of the show. And Nosby is a productivity tool, a task and project manager that helps you simply get everything done. This is a tool used by more than 300,000 busy people around the world and by teams of people to get their tasks and projects completed. Uh, and I'm one of those people. I've You've heard me talk about it since long before they started. Uh, they came to me about sponsoring the show. And when I was asked if they were interested, I said, uh, yeah, because I just think it's an awesome tool. Nosby is both a desktop and a mobile web app and also offers native apps for your Mac, Windows, Linux, Android, iPad, and iPhone. It even offers an app for the Apple Watch, so which I love because when you know I set reminders for important tasks that I that I use Nosby for my my law practice uh, task management and project management, and so I get a little notification right on my wrist that I can see. Oh, you got to get this thing done. It's you know here's the deadline for that. So it's uh, anywhere you need to. Uh, work on your tasks and your projects, Nosby is there. And this is a proven platform based on three basic ideas, productivity, mobility, and collaboration. This is an app that's built by people who are really passionate about productivity. If you follow them on Twitter, uh, you will see how, how psyched up they are about productivity, and they're always working to improve Nosby to make it uh, more and more effective and useful. It uh, Nosby was originally inspired by David Allen's Getting Things Done methodology, and it incorporates many proven productivity techniques to just help you get through your tasks and your projects and get them done. To make your productivity system even more useful and more robust, you can seamlessly attach uh, notes from Evernote, files from Dropbox or Google Drive, whatever you know storage system you use, attach those right to your tasks in Nosby. So you have everything you need right there. Second, uh, it, Nosby is based on the concept of mobility. You're able to get everything done anywhere, anytime. Um, that's what I love about it. When I'm at the, my computer, I can enter tasks in. Uh, I can move things around. I can see what I need to do. When I'm out and about and somebody says, hey, can you send me the this thing? When you get back to the office, I can you know, add it on my phone and it's right there. Everywhere you want to go, you can get at your tasks and, and it all syncs very, very quickly and very securely. And finally, collaboration, which is absolutely necessary in the 21st century. 
we have to work together. It, it takes a village to get <laughs> to make a good life. Nosby makes it really, really easy to share projects with anybody with an email address and to delegate tasks to other people on your team. So you don't have to send emails back and forth. It's all right there in Nosby. They're so committed to collaboration that every Nosby Pro user gets a second account for their partner, you know, business partner, spouse, whatever. It's included absolutely free. So you have no excuse not to work with someone through Nosby and get your tasks done faster together. Um, Nosby has a free version, but then they have this pro version that adds even more functionality to it. And as a productive woman listener, you can get a free 30-day trial of the Nosby Pro Edition just by going to nosby.com slash woman. And Nosby is spelled N-O-Z-B-E. So nosby.com slash woman. That'll get you set up on your 30-day free trial of the pro version. And um, if you decide to keep going with the, you know, the, the pro subscription after the 30-day trial, and I'll be shocked if you don't, because it's just such a, there's so much about it I love. Um, you, when you decide to continue, use the coupon code WOMAN to save an additional 10% on, on whatever subscription you sign up for at that time. So definitely give it a try and let me know if you do and what you think of it. Shoot me an email at feedback at the productive woman. Let me know uh, how you're using it, what you think of it. And thank you so much to Nosby for supporting the productive woman. I'm just thrilled to have them on board. And that is it for this episode of the productive woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. And um, I, I, I hope you found this information useful. I'm excited about uh, things to come. We have a great guest for next, next week's episode and other guests and interesting topics and things coming up in the weeks and months to come. So I'm looking forward to a really great year. I can't wait to talk with you again soon. And so until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.